Yo, 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 what the fuck is the deal? It's the Grown Man Niche Podcast. I am Mike J, running the break on the alley hoop, too. Boy, Bowtie Fresh throwing it down. It's a beige season in the basketball world, making it happen. All, my, all the beige brethren out here, man. Devin yeah, Booker, man, Trey, you know, man, shout man, out to the beige. Start looking good, man. He could Ben Simmons is like the embodiment of all the punk, the, the soft stuff about beige. That's all about <laughs> Ben Simmons. You know how on man. Captain Planet they put the rings together? They was yeah. like, light skin, like a heart. <laughs> <laughs> I am the page monster. <laughs> man, I don't know what's going on with Ben Simmons, man. It's, it's crazy, man. Like, I know we I know we way ahead talking about sports right now, but man, it's just crazy. A cat with all the daggone talent, bad, all the talent man. in the world, man. But good lord. That's y'all looking bad, man. Yeah, man. Get the beige looking bad, man. But you know, we got we got the other, we got the other beige brethren out here leading leading the charge, man. Devin Booker, I think he's about to make his first finals. Young Traster with the with the bad with the with the uh, spider web cobweb hair. He out here doing this thing, man. Yeah, All man. Right. Trade the barge, man. Let me ask you this, man. How was your Father's Day, bro? Father's Day was dope, man. Father's Day was dope, man. Real low key. You know, it's a, it's a blessing. Everybody who knows Bowtie Fresh knows that my sons are are my life. You know what I mean? So just a, a moment to reflect and, you know, chopped it up with, with the, the original Bowtie Fresh. And I, and I want to stop right there. Stop right here talking about the original Bowtie Fresh. Give a shout out and a big happy birthday to my pops. The original Bowtie Fresh. Okay. My man, Cleaner. Cleaner than the Board of Health on a Sunday afternoon, man. So silk, shout, shout, silk tank top hooping. Coffee. Man, sh- shout out, shout out to the big, big bow tie fresh, man. You know, if it if anything in life, man, if it if I could be half the man that he is, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I've accomplished something, man. You know, he he has done so much for me in my life. Uh, just guidance and you know navigating a lot of the the tough and, and crazy times that we've been through and now that your boy didn't made it you know he's still out here you know trying to help me you know stay grounded and navigate that so man the 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 the, the utmost respect utmost love for for a big bow tie fresh man he had a, he had a birthday this past week and i'm blessed to be able to have my father around another year man so shout out to the big bow tie you know, doing this thing and, you know, hopefully we can chop it up this, this upcoming holiday real safe and, you know, keep things cool. Yeah, man. No doubt, man. Shout out, shout out, to, shout out to Big Bowtie Fresh, man. He used to pick us up in the van, man. I seen Big Bowtie Fresh, you know, dislocate his elbow and pop that bad boy back in and pop in the socket and keep playing. Hey, man, he's a soldier, man. He's a soldier, man. He got all kind of stories about Big Toe Bowtie Fresh, man. Don't, 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 don't let the suits and the, and the smooth shoes fool you, man. This is, this guy's grimy. He's he's got a history out here. I'm not gonna get too much into it, but I used to got a thing. I used to work with him. Ironically, yeah. people don't know that the big bow tie and I, when I was younger, I we used to work together, man. So it was a it was a weird thing seeing somebody I saw it was like you know it was like always like like an OG to me, you know, somebody I, we would be around all the time, and you see him in the, in the work environment, man. You know, now you know your conversation changed a little bit because now I'm feeling myself. I'm like a man now. You know what I'm saying? So it was always it's always a good thing, man. Shout out to that cat, man. I got much love for him. I ain't seen him in a while. But yeah, no doubt, man. Cards. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. But how about yourself, man? How was your father's day? It was cool, man. You know, took me to brunch, man. Uh, you know, kids, she got me uh the Nipsey Hustle book, so I'm reading that. Uh it's just it's a very good book. I can't go wrong with that. It's just sad, man, because the way you know he passed away and everything. No doubt. And, uh, and the fact of seeing it, and man, uh 
sit back, man, gave me some money to buy me some kicks. So this is ironic. And I'm just, and this can kind of skip ahead. Well, also shutting my pops, spend time with both my pops. Man, that was great, man. So was able to hook them up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So shout out, shout out to Big Cap too. Give a shout out to Big Cap. You know my my step tab, man. You know he's doing big things over over out here in Indy. Yeah, shout out to Double J and Big Mike, man. I love both of y'all. Next. No doubt, man. So they gave me some money to get some kicks, right? So I went to Cincinnati a couple of days ago. We went, you know, sit back once, go to the uh, the museum for the. Uh, Underground Railroad and want them to do some other things. So I was like, bet. It's some, I'm trying to get these shoes. They were in the cart. I'm like, when Burton was my Father's Day gift. I get there. I try to check out. They kept saying no. So I'm thinking, like, I checked my, my account. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm doing all right. I've been blessed. Do it again. So I check on the Twitter, man. I guess they got there. I guess the site blew up. So I was going to get these, uh, these, these ones I wanted, this blue color. Couldn't get them. So, terrible, man. The shoe game, shoe game is mad crazy. Man, terrible. I went 0 for 4 the other day on sneakers when I hit up saying like, "Oh, these is this is the heat." Couldn't get them, but uh, man, man, I I didn't. I've given other man. There's only just a few shoes that I will try to get here and there, man. But man, the, the shoe game is just so freaking crazy right now. Between the bots, between I'm me seeing cats. I saw a cat at Target. And I promise you, he probably had his foot was probably actually like an eight and a half or a nine. This nigga, like he had like a fourteen on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he had so much space in the back of his shoe. Oh, I'm like, bro, it's never, it's never that deep to try to have some damn shoes that damn big and your feet so small, bro. Yeah, yeah man, the shoe the, the shoe game is ill, man. But I, for for the, for those of y'all that don't know Mike J, man, I be trying to tell y'all this dude tries to put a lot on me. This dude's out here. His shoe game is straight flu game. You understand what I'm saying? This man is a legit beast in this oh, shoe street. Come on, tell me, quit telling these lies, man. And let's <laughs> call out about your lies, right? This you know, guy. <laughs> so you lied earlier in the show. You talking about you know you you know I know you love your kids, but you was like you know I know you. Your reflection is what you love the most. You look in the mirror. <laughs> this nigga like fourth day. <laughs> you know, and he sees his reflection. He's like mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the basis of them all? <laughs> so the nigga kisses reflection and shit. That nigga wanted to be a member of the time so bad he was just too young. Not the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, oh, man. But, uh, but other than that, I, I lost out, man. Went down to the outlet, you know. I tried to look out for my brothers. Then wasn't no heat there. So yeah, yeah, man. I know when you, I know when you hit me up, I'm like, bruh, see if they got these 14s. Man, I don't care what. <laughs> no, they didn't have. They didn't have anything. I told you. Yeah, like, it's you know, crazy. Only thing they had was the car mines, and I already had those. That, that's it. I bought like a pair, a couple pair of shorts and I bought my kids some stuff. And then that's it. There was nothing else there. It's wild times, man. Hey, man. It'd be interesting to see how this shoe, see what happens with the shoe game, man. Cause I know a lot of, a lot of younger cats. I know for my son, my, my son is, is, is team, team mode. And like, they cool with the Jays, but a lot of, a lot of kids, their age group, man, like they into a lot of other stuff, man. They, they into like exotic colors and, like the Kyrie's and Katie's and the other Kyrie, little stuff. Kyrie's man. ain't a bad shoe. Now I can't ever buy a shoe for someone like Kyrie. I'm not buying a shoe for somebody who's younger than me. <laughs> the world is flat. Now, if Kyrie want to get on some ill shit and put some NOI stuff on the shoe, I might mess with that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Kyrie, like Kyrie, I said, man, I, it's, it it's gonna be. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the shoe gang. Like I said, man, like my son's whole crew. Every single one of them have at least two pairs of the damn KDs and Kyries. Like my, I mean, my son, he got two pair of Kyries and a pair of KDs. 
And like that's the that's the stuff they into, man. And they into uh, Adidas and stuff. My son got these limited edition like anime type. They got Japanese writing and some other stuff on them. And like again, like other kids and his crew, like they got they got some of these Man, Adidas. Or, the Uncle Hammer. I guess so, man. <laughs> I guess so. Young Hokage is in the making, man. But yeah, man, it's it, it'll be interesting to see what happens if it's gonna be cats, you know, kind of like us. They kind of still keep the shoe game going, or like what these what the youngsters will do, man. Yeah, I can It'll be <laughs> the other thing is when you start seeing the 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 uh, Yeezys and all that type of stuff. I cannot get into them, man. No, nah, weird. It looked like a sock with a big ass sole on it, and then them other ones they look like some ski slopes. Man, you you know how when you was a kid, you used to like wrap blankets and shit around your feet. Like yeah. that's what it looked like, man. It looked like just a a big ass blanket like yeah, wrapped around your ankle. Not, not a not a easy fan, and I haven't bought many Adidas since I had some shell toes. Those ones that came out to look like the Prestos weren't bad, but yeah. that's the only thing the last Adidas I really liked. Yeah, I man, really I I'm much. at the point now, nigga. I, I just buy what I think look good and feel oh, good yeah. on my feet. I got a couple of pair of Adidas. I got I got a couple of pair of Pumas. I got I got all kinds of shit. Of course, I got my Jays and stuff like that, but. Man, I'm, my I most just buy comfortable shoe is the Jordan MA, MA, MA2. I know we're just going out of that, but those suckers are like walking on air. Yeah, I feel you. See, I got a pair of Adidas like that, man. It's like, it's like all I got is on a sock. Yeah. Well, all right, man. Let me ask you this. Yeah, no doubt. Yes, sir. So, you know, this week, big thing, man. They found, they, they sentenced Derek Chauvin for 22 and a half years on Friday. So, yeah. what, I mean, so what'd you think about that, man? Were you expecting less, more? Uh, I honestly was expecting uh, somewhere between 18 to 20, 18 to 25, something like that. So 22 was kind of around what I, where I was, you know, thinking it was probably going to land. Um, I never thought it was going to be like that max 30 or 40 that, that you know, he could have gotten. Um, I will say that I am, I'm absolutely interested. Like this isn't the end of that. He still has a federal trial, you know. So there could be time uh, added to that. It does not have to be time served or run concurrent. Um, so I'm hoping that that in that federal trial he gets uh, more time that that I, I feel like he deserves. Um, I feel like it's a victory. You know, there is some justice. It's not going to bring Mr. Floyd back. It's not going to bring um, Mr. Floyd back to his family or anything like that. But you know, it, it, we've seen so many times where you know police officers and those in power have just been let off scot free for various things. For me, it was a win just to say, okay, you know, at least we got a little bit of something here. You know what I mean? We got a little bit of justice. Still a bit long fight to go, but you know, I, I'm I'm happy that this man will have to, um, you know, suffer the consequences of his actions in some way. Yeah, what about man, yourself, yeah. man. Similar. Uh, I knew he wasn't get the thirty, man, but you know, I, I guess I'm in condition to be like heartbroken so much that I was like, man, what if they get to do like. 15 and then he did like seven or eight so yeah you know at least we know that you know that he's i mean unless he wins on the pill or something that he's gonna do at least 15 so you know it's like i said it's not gonna bring george floyd back but at least it's the other, a, the other thing is too I mean, man i don't you know he he won't be in gen pop you know he, they're gonna have him super, oh yeah, yeah extra, you know what i mean you're a former so, cop i'm sure they're gonna have him somewhere because it's more yeah. of a liability concern for the prison yeah, I, I mean, like I said, it, it's it's unfortunate that he's not going to have a real prison sentence. So, I don't know. Like he, yes, ha- he he's been sentenced, but he he's gonna he pretty much is gonna be like in his own little hotel suite. You know what I mean? Like he he's he's gonna be good. He's not gonna suffer while he's in there. 
which I feel like he should have some amount of suffering to go along, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, man. So this, you know, this, you know, rest in peace to George Floyd and this, like I said, man, this, you know, you know I'm trying, I want to stay more positive this year about these things. So, you know, we just pray that, you know, knock on wood, nothing else happens and we just keep, you know, keep fighting and, you know, towards the fighting the good fight, man. All right. Yes, sir. Hey, man. So this is something we've talked, we've talked about this brother a few times on the podcast and it's the homie John Gray's birthday. He's 48 years old. Now we've known John Gray to, to be out here cooking a hamburger meat and, bar- and, and baked beans and grilling, grilling for his side pieces, offering up money to see their, their breasts and doing other things. So I saw this and my lady, she showed me this post that John Gray's wife is asking people to send him $48 for his birthday. <laughs> it's not $48. Yeah, because he's 48 years old, right? I get it. <laughs> What type of pimp hand does John Gray have? Because he looked like he looked like the warthog from Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> so what type of pimp hand does he have, man? I, I, bro, I have no idea. He's he's either a, a master manipulator, you know, just fucking with the mind, or or, or I guess we, you could always say what what you hear women say all the time is, ah, he must have a monster. And that's oh, just controlling everything. John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. I no John, idea. Not John coming out with the preacher, having the preacher's bag on thing, but being butt ass naked afterwards. Yo, you gonna get this shit off. You got the, got the preacher's cloak <laughs> with nothing on underneath. <laughs> um, uh, my staff and rod need to be adjusted. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, that nigga might hey. sit back and put that preacher's thing on his neck, nigga, and sit back and go to work. Like a booty with a Bible. <laughs> Here <you go. laughs> Here's a plate. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. They talk about meat to meat. Wow, damn. <laughs> oh, John, man, I have no idea though, man. John, John is a different type of cat, man. When the, when he was out grilling <laughs> freaking hot dogs and hamburgers and for the side piece and getting live, that's what let me know right there that he's a different guy. No, nah, that nigga, he wasn't doing. He was doing some real shit. That nigga was like, wasn't doing the hot dogs and hamburgers. That nigga was making a full course, a cool full course spread for it with sides. Man, this, I mean, this thing. I mean, this okay. yo, yeah, this nigga. He could. He didn't say, yo, let me go ahead and uh, post make you some food. That nigga said, no, let me cook it in my home. I share with my wife and bring it to you. <laughs> oh man, John. Hey man, you, you think he makes some calling John, or you think he goes by another like ill ass nickname? I don't, like, I, I don't know. Man. He looked like a lame dude that never got no ass before and became a preacher, and they start throwing it at him. You know, you know, and one they had them allegedly. And one time he said he was, I guess it was getting some head or something. And he started talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! Oh man, that's a hey man. I guess I guess instead of uh, instead of painting sips, John out here having buns and Bibles. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Chilling. Oh, and then, and then having prayer afterwards. Oh. And hands. <laughs> oh, man, okay, bring bringing a special anointing oil. Oh, <laughs> I not having an altar call. That nigga had there with his legs spread. <laughs> 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 <To> the mic. <laughs> Oh man, he got allegedly the wild boy guiding him with his scepter. Yeah, John, bro. what's going on with this guy, man? John taking him down, quoting, quoting, quoting scriptures. Tell me, I only, I only read the new, uh, the Old Testament. The New Testament means nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? 
You think you think John's uh you know his 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 head uh disciple head deacon is uh Derek Jackson? Oh damn! I don't know. No, 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 they fell out, man. You know they fell out, man. John called that nigga out. Remember that? Oh, I do remember that. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. He ain't gonna be in. The, Derek ain't in the flock. Nah, he got his own man. flock. Yeah, it's lame ass nigga. Him and Kim. Hell nah, man. man, I got a, I got a question from you, man. Moving on to oh, something that just popped in my brain. I know we talked about it briefly, man. Uh, Hey, talk, talk to the people, Mike J. Talk to the people about uh, OnlyFans and OnlyFans reportedly taking steps to go more mainstream and uh, move away from adult content. Man. Hey, man, like it's, it's, it's going to be, it's, we'll pull up two, two things. Number one, it's going to be a hell of a business opportunity for somebody to jump in that lane. Yep. I don't think they're going to do it because I think OnlyFans now is so associated with that type of thing. Why mm. would you cut off your business? Because that's what I said. I'm like, for the- they, they have you have the niche, and yeah. you gotta think people spend more on pornography and sex than they do. I think they added up all the stuff in sports you put together, people spend more on pornography and stuff like that. So, I, I just don't, I don't understand from a business that I don't understand it. But that was immediately what I thought. I'm like, from a business perspective, like, this is silly. Like, just well, go ahead and well, keep, go well, ahead and continue. Shit, adapt it. How can you get it to <laughs> how can you grow it more, you know, in that lane? I mean, I've seen so many comments uh, in the various threads about this or whatever, you know, somebody was talking about, well, that's what Patreon is for, you know, Patreon is for for mainstreaming people who don't, who don't want to see, you know, adult content, OnlyFans is for for people that want to see adult content and this, that, and the third. I heard, you know, I've seen people talking about like, you know, these, these, these sex workers, you know, need, need work too. And why are we trying to prevent them from earning a living? I mean, it was just so many comments from so many different sides of the aisle. It was just, it's just interesting. But like I thought to your point for me, it was the, it went back to the business. You making money hand over foot. What's the reason to try to change it now? Oh yeah. So I don't know, it'll, be, it'll be interesting, man, to see how that goes, man. But I hey, man, if that. if it does go away, man, how do how, how ill will it be to reacclimate a lot of these folks that are you know man, in the adult industry in, in, into the regular workforce? It ain't gonna happen, bro. Somebody else <laughs> gonna come in there and build that thing. Yeah, I, I mean, you got to think if, say, for instance, I'm a sex worker, right, and I'm making however much. Say, for instance, I'm making seven thousand dollars a month, right? So mm-hmm. if I'm making seven thousand dollars a month. Why the hell would I go back to working a regular job? I can make Summer. my own, I can work make my own hours. I'm doing what I, I could, you know. Say for instance, I bring a couple of young ladies in there. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. You know, mm-hmm. I give you some custom stuff type of stuff. Why would I go back if I'm making all that type of money? Yeah. Even with the OnlyFans was taking a cutout, and, yeah. you know, and I can do now. People, somebody else will feel the void. Hell, I think Twitter's gonna have somewhere you can tip your people. They'll just make it private. So yeah, they the game ain't gonna stop, man. You know, you still you shut down one avenue, uh, people gonna people have a who were to have kinky and anything, they're gonna pay to see. Yeah, so people out here. So it ain't gonna stop. You just change it, you know, it's gonna send the only fans, you might go to fans only. So it's right. like, <laughs> McDonald's, we McDowell's and the big Mac, the big Mac. <laughs> the big pussy, the big puss. Same right, thing. right. <laughs> Not the big stick. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, damn the crooked stick <laughs> r.i.p demarco <laughs> damn oh hey man while we transitioning man so i know i know people they think covid is over man you work in healthcare. what they talking well give me a quick synopsis of this delta strain bro i heard it ain't no joke 
It is not. It is not. Um, Delta Delta strain is very real. Um, it, it actually has a an infection rate. Like you are more highly susceptible, more highly likely to catch it than you did the original strain. Um, but it's running rapid. I think right now, Indiana, who's where Mike J and I are, um, Indiana has 121 cases of it. And that's up from, I want to say 70, like last Sunday. So, I mean, it's, it's ramping up, you know what I mean? And, and it has been um, hitting other places in the country heavy. Um, I know they said Texas and somewhere else are getting hit heavy with the Delta strain. Um, the UK is getting hit heavy with the Delta strain. So, I mean, it's real, I, but Bowtie Fresh, I, I've been telling people for the longest, COVID's not over. The shot, fan, get the shot, fantastic. You should, you should absolutely, my opinion, this is, I'm not, I'm not berating anybody who has not gotten the shot or anything like that. My opinion, being a healthcare professional, I recommend that you get the shot because it only enhances your protection. It's not going to keep you from getting anything. Plenty of people that have gotten the shot have been infected with COVID-19, just a different or a variant strain. But it, what it does, it allows you to A, have a higher protection. B, it allows your recovery time to have, you know, to be less. So if you were to be infected and you had the COVID vaccine, you're less likely to be hospitalized. So, I mean, there are perks to it. Now, again, I know there's people that are anti-vax. I know there's people anti-shot, anti-COVID, whatever you want to call it, or there's personal, political, whatever. Not shitting on you at all. Make your decision. Do what you do. So as a healthcare professional, I'm asking you guys to be careful. Be careful out there. Um, be respectful. There is no way. I know CDC and a lot of states and you know, all this other BS. They're like, oh, you know, you, you can do these things if you're vaccinated. You can do these things if you're not vaccinated. Who the hell is policing it? Like, is there someone literally standing at every fucking doorway saying, are you vaccinated or are you not? Make sure you have your mask if you're not vaccinated. No. There's people out here being reckless as fuck before all of this. So what makes you think that people are going to say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not wearing a mask and they could not be vaccinated. So all I'm asking, be careful when you guys are out there. Try to have respect for yourself, have respect for other people, um, but just try to be as safe as possible. That, that's it. I'm not shitting on anybody. But the, the, these various strains are not not a joke. Delta strain is very serious, stronger than the original strain that, that caused us to, to have a shutdown. Um, and quiet is kept. There's another strain that has been popping up in, in different areas of the world that they're saying are, is even stronger than the Delta strain. So just be careful, y'all. That's, that's, that's from Bowtie Fresh. As a human, as a person, as a healthcare professional, be safe, y'all. No doubt, man. So let's get to the extra mayo, man. And um, you sent me that movie, Karen. This is like the embodiment of all of the extra mayo we've talked about over the Grown Man-ish podcast over, uh, we're getting close to 150 episodes, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, Dude, man. I thought it was a spoof, man. What do you, what do, what did you think? Uh, so I thought it was a spoof at first, but apparently it's an actual movie that is talked about being released. Um, I didn't think that at first, but apparently it is. Um, I thought I, I have so many issues with it. Um, but number one, let's say, let me say this. I like Taryn Manning, like her as an actress. I think she's done good work, loved her in Origins of New Black, you know, some other things that she's done. I couldn't believe that she was in this <laughs> and playing the role that she was. Like, I was like, what the hell? Like, really, Taryn? Um, but I, I feel personally 
my initial thoughts were, why in the hell is Hollywood making this movie when, I, I, obviously I know it's for money, I'm not stupid, but why are we capitalizing off of a very current, very real trauma that is still actively going on at a high rate? Like, I don't think that it, it is, my opinion, well received from individuals that are living this shit every single day with these Karens and the crap that they're doing. That was my first thing. Like, why are we capitalizing and appropriating a trauma? Two, my other, my other thing was, why in the hell is it like, okay? Like there's, there is, there's only one, um, what's, the, what's this guy, what's the dude's name? He's the director that may get out and all that type of stuff. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Like there's only one Jordan Peele. So I, I get that you guys are, tr- the people that are making this movie are trying to have like this, that appeal, that flair, it's different. They're actually saying it's supposed, to be a, it's supposed to be a horror movie actually. And it's not, it's just called Karen and has a lot of, to me, I'm like, there's too much going on. Y'all fucked up. You're, you're failing at trying to mimic somebody else's, you know, style or genre or whatever you want to call it. But the biggest thing for me was just the fact that this is very much a real trauma. Like every single day we see video footage of people, you know, doing shit. There was a, a video just released. A man was taking out his trash in his housing edition. It was, it's, and it was a gated community. He's taking out his trash and the woman comes and parks in front of the trash and was like harassing him and talking about, what are you doing here? We have to pay to get this trash picked up. Why are you putting this trash? Like all this stuff. He's like, he said everything except for bitch I live here. Yeah. I mean he said he lived here, but I mean like he handled it in such in such a you know a respectful way. It is just like this movie is 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 triggering, man. What yeah, are your thoughts? I, I don't want to see it. I thought it doesn't look good. If it was like a Jordan Peele thing and at the end the black people will win, then yeah maybe. But no, nah, this is nothing I want to see. Hey how come somebody on Twitter blame Lena White for this? I was like, damn. oh damn <laughs> not lena waith why they what they say why they blame lena waith uh because you know have you seen queen and slim no i've not seen that watch queen and slim and you'll get it <laughs> oh okay all right yeah watch queen and slim you get people always make you know, they make make fun of make fun of it was just it's interesting but yeah but, not lena waith yeah it was in a, in a joke but yeah but yeah, man. So I don't. I don't want to see it. I thought that. I thought that was uh, interesting, man. No, I don't. I'm. I'm not going to see it. I would not see it. I would not support it. I would not add any value or monetary gain to those people who've done this. Not at all. All right. Let's get to. And, the- I'm, and I'm upset, man. You're I'm upset? upset at. I'm upset at Taryn Manning, man. Like, damn. <laughs> I mean, I know she's just getting her bag too. I mean, I get it. You just. You just making your money, getting your bag, and it's kind of a risque role, but. Damn it, Taryn. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I have to. I mean, I watched Orange, Orange is the New Black, but I don't know her face. But oh man, Orange is the New Black is a goddamn show now. Yeah. All right, man. So on the Twizzler this week, man, it was a couple long stories, but I want to dedicate the Twizzler to two people who probably deserve it every week. And number one, that would be Pat Robertson from the from the Seven Eleven. Was that the nine hundred seven hundred Club? Like the old man. Oh yeah, so seven hundred foot. Yeah, yeah. Crazy thoughts on critical race theory. It was something about how, and I'm paraphrasing, the blacks of people pick up the the whip rod, and then like you know do something to white people, and then Tucker Carlson says some wild stuff because the joint chiefs, the joint chiefs of staff was saying something. I'm paraphrasing about white uh, about getting to know white rage. 
and Tucker Carlson went on this whole thing that you should never think think those things and it's racist and everything else like that. Because, you know, the white rage is what happened with the Capitol and everything else. But these individuals should probably get the Twizzler every week, man. We can't, every week. I can't find too many, like, really crazy stories, which is a good thing. So, both I give both Tucker Carlson and Pat Robertson the Twizzler. Hey, first and foremost, I'm going to put this out there. This is Bowtie Fresh. Fuck Tucker Carlson. I'm just going to, I hope you hear it, Tucker. Fuck you. You're a piece of trash. Uh, and, and, and both of, both of them can get that. They can get that Capital Riot Twizzler. That bad boy that was still sitting out there all dingy and dirty. They waving it around just like with their little Trump flags and all the other crap that they was doing. They can get that old nasty trailer park trifling molded Twizzler. They can sit on that. Bastards. Can't stand Tucker Carlson. Yeah, not at all. Pat Robertson, I thought I thought he had died a few times, man. Like they keep they like they keep putting spare parts in him and rest yeah, man. his old ass. Yeah, man. Like them mumra, man. Yeah. yeah, Tucker Carlson can go, though, man. Oh, there's a few of them. <laughs> right. So, sports, man. Last week, you put me on the spot about playoff P. Hey, man, we need you to talk about playoff P. The playoff P. The people, the people need to hear Mike J. And I, last week, I recanted. I said, you know, he came in, he did his, he did, did his due diligence in game three. And game, you know, was that, you know, game four, he did it again. He missed free throws in game two and four. And playoff P, man, you know, he had another game. I think this is his uh, 11th or 12th game in the playoffs that he shot under 25%, a minimum of 15 shot attempts. Under 25? I didn't realize it was that low. He was, yeah, he was, you know. Damn. Shot 20% yesterday. Uh, so he's 5 of 20, I believe. So, man, you know. He I, might be experiencing some technical difficulties, y'all. Y'all stick with us. Mike J, Mike J's having some mic things. Mike J, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, there we go. All right. Sorry about that, folks. Hey, you tripping. Yeah, man. Pat, you know, playoff P came and took over the mic. But yeah, man. It's I he uh, he is what I thought he was. He has all the superstar talent, man, but he don't have it in his brain and his heart, man. He's yeah, a, man. he is a small market great player. When the lights is truly shining, it ain't it just ain't in him, man. The game ain't in him, bro. It's crazy, man. Like I said, we I talked about uh, uh, Ben Simmons earlier, man. Playoff P, another cat. All the talent in the world. Great two-way player, you know, athletic skill set. You know, he's he, he's got it. He's a guy that you would think, you know, is doing a damn thing. And then this, to Mike J's point, you don't have it in the chest. Don't have it in the heart. Don't have it mentally. Like, free throws down the line, that, that should be something that's, that is, you know, Ice, you know what I mean? Ice should be in your veins and you knock them down and take care of business. And he couldn't do it, man. Couldn't do it. And I think he, I, I don't know if it's a, an atmosphere thing too with Kawhi not being there to kind of not, not even from a, uh, from a, from a basketball perspective, but I think Kawhi kind of bounces out that, out that team. That team has gone rogue and gotten into a lot of little silly stuff, you know, playoff P with, you know, kind of him and Devin Booker kind of got into it. He got a tech pushing Devin Booker. Uh, obviously the Morris boy was doing, you know, they're doing their thing. Uh, Zubox kind of got into a little, I don't want to even call it a tussle, but kind of a little back and forth with Aiden. So, I mean, like, I think that there's a lot of, I'm going to say immaturity, you know, with a lot of the, with a lot of folks, with a lot of guys there. And I think that Kawhi kind of, kind of corrals them back into an extent. And I think playoff P, you know, he needs that. He's not the guy that's going to corral anything. He's the kind of he's the kind of guy that's who's going to get caught up in all the rest of it and not necessarily lead, but be more of a follower, man. So I think that there's 
some of that missing from him as well to say, look, guys, like we still in this. You know what I mean? Like, let's play smart. We, we're giving up free points, you know, by, by getting these texts or, you know, doing this other type of stuff. We're losing our momentum. You know, I said, I said momentum. Shout out to my homeboy, Rob. <laughs> well, we're losing I, our momentum. But I, I got to give playoff PA a, a mulligan on that because you got to think, if you're, if you're around somebody, y'all playing each other every other day, they know your sets, you know theirs. The game is chippy. I, I understand that. Now, if you just do some old stupid stuff, and I think a lot of, and also I think the refs, a lot of that stuff, the record is Butter Wilson like, oh, I agree. Let, 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 let's just be done with this shit. Like the over, the, for me, the playoffs is like the refereeing. It's like, it's too many reviews. And mm-hmm. it's like, every time you look at somebody, it's a technical foul. Yeah. No, and I think. Fight, no one's going to be fist fighting in the playoffs. Right, right, right. And I agree. I think I think to, to your point, a lot of the whistleblowing, it does destroy the momentum. You know what I mean? It does. Like if you if you got a good push, you didn't hit two or three shots in a row, you get that turnover, you coming down, all of a sudden whistle. It's like, man, it kind of it kind of breaks up what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? It, it takes some of the crowd out of it, too. You know what I mean? When you're feeding off the crowd. So I 100 percent agree the officiating has been sketch both ways. Yeah, no they done they done they done it to the Suns uh in, in game two. Yeah, Booker yeah. Booker went, I think he scored like 15 or 16 straight points. And then like all of a sudden, like they had two back-to-back whistles. And it was like, man, what the hell? Like, like he's he's in a groove. Like, why are you slowing down the game? Why are you stopping the game? You know what I mean? As a as a coach, I'd be looking at the refs too, like, man, what the hell? Like, we pushing right now. Yeah, man. I uh I, I just, I just, it's frustrating to watch, to watch the game, man, and see all those whistles being blown and everything else. And like, you look at a guy's technical foul, like a little shove, man. This, like, like those texts that Paul George and Devin Booker got, this, it is like a little, little shove. It's like get your yeah. hand off him type stuff, man. Yeah. Have the refs say like, cut that shit out and be done with it. Yeah, I agree. I um, agree. Let me ask you this, man. This is Bucks uh, Hawks is tied up one one, man. Which, what do you think is gonna happen in that series? Uh, I think it's going to come down to probably seven games. I think it's going to come down. Both both of them play well at home. Both of them feed off their crowds. Uh, but, again, you know, it, obviously folks can steal here and there. I think it's going to come down to, to a game of, like, a streak. I think it's going to be a game seven, but I think it's going to come down to, like, who has the hot hand. And I, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. I think that Trey – probably will have the edge because the ball's in his hand a lot more than Giannis. Giannis doesn't always bring the ball up. Trey, everything goes through. For the Hawks, everything goes through Trey. So I think he has more potential to kind of impact the game a little bit different than Giannis is. And that's not taking anything away from Giannis because Giannis is on both ends of the floor. I mean, he tossed somebody shit the other night. And I was like, damn, how did he even, how did he even recover to block that? Yeah. But it's going, I think that's going to be a seven-game series, and I think it's going to come down to the last two minutes of that game. I tell you that. I that's going to be a good-ass series. Shout-out Clint Capella, too, man. Clint Capella's been hooping. I think the Bucs are going to win in six. Think so? Yeah, I think the Bucs are going uh, to win in six. I'm, I would love to see Atlanta, you know, Nate McMillan, a black coach and everything, but I think the Bucs are going to win in six, man. I'm just the Hawks. They miss, they're missing a wing player. I know a uh, boy from Duke came back the other night, but he hadn't played in, like, three months. So. Oh, yeah, Cam. Yeah, but yeah, so I, yeah, it's, I, gonna, it's gonna take a while for him to get to get legs and 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 uh, is hurt too, so I think they just don't have enough depth. Yeah, nope. if 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 Middleton if Middleton has another hot streak, it could be over quick. 
even for me, Middleton is that guy like when he's on, he's on. When he's off, it's like, okay, yeah. you know, but when he's on, he's on. All right, man. So let me ask you this, man. Oh, you know, I think we've talked about the Suns and Clippers, man. I think I think the Suns, I think the Suns, I think Clippers are done. Yeah, I, I do too. I don't think they can come back and win this series. Uh, I, don't I don't think so. They might be able to squeak out a game. They might be able to squeak out the next game. But nah, they're done. Yeah. It's over. All right, man. It's been 25 years since the 96 draft class, man. Wee. I'm looking at I'm looking at some of these names, man. AI number one. Camby was a good player. Sharif Abdul Rahim was an all-star. Marbury was an all-star. Ray Allen was an all-star. Antoine Walker was an all-star. Kerry Kittles was a good player. Kobe's an all-timer. Pager was an all-star. Steve Nash is a Hall of Famer. Jermaine O'Neal's borderline Hall of Famer. You know, yeah. who else? Derek Fisher's NBA champ. Who else was in there? You know, Fella Harrison was okay. But, yeah, it's just that draft, man, out the out the. I mean, I, I, I was going to say, even, like, out, you know, lottery that strong ever again. Man. Man, look at – but even in that draft class, like, man, think about some of those mid-tier guys. Think about Kerry Kittles. Think about Eric Dampier. Think about Peja Stoyakovich. You know what I mean? Like, even those mid guys. was an all-star, but – Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, the, the, the mid guys was like, damn. Like, okay. <laughs> okay, Jake. Yeah, they were, they were, that was draft class was loaded. That's a hell of a damn draft class, man. Walter McCarty, you got Big Z's Aldrunas, Ilgoskis. Nigga, yeah. I mean, it was like Shannon Anderson. He was in there. Yeah, Moochie Norris. Yeah, another a, a, a solid damn role player. Yo, boy Jeff McGinnis. Yeah, the nigga that got dropped against Wake Forest. Uh, yeah, one of the worst moments yeah. in my childhood in sports. Watching this nigga get dropped, run across all, watching Randolph Childers tell him to get up and they're hitting the three in his face. Ugh. Crazy man, nigga, your your boy your boy Malik Rose man, it always looked like he smelled like wet air. Yeah, fucking mouth breather. Yeah man, <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's crazy man. That that drag. Even Tony Depp was it was a decent role player man. Yeah nigga, it was a lot man. That draft that draft class was just so ridiculous yeah. man. Like, yeah, I, I I don't even know what to say about that. Roy Rogers, yeah. I forgot about Roy Rogers. He was a damn hooper. So this to have like like five Hall of Famers. We got AI, Ray Allen's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Oh yeah. Kobe. Who else was in there? Steve Nash. Steve, I was gonna say Nash. We got four guaranteed. Teeters. You know what I'm saying? Like I can I can see JO making it. Four guaranteed Hall of Famers in the borderline Hall of Famer JO and a really good player. It's in pages. Yeah, that's you know, that's just you know, the first 17 picks. Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to see anything like that again. Nah, man. Not at all. That drive class was so freaking loaded. Yeah. All right, man. So And your boy and your and your and your, your, your boy uh, DeAndre Ayton was talking about he had, his drive class was the best drive class ever. I'm like, nah, chief. I don't nah. trust him. What was he like? What? 21? Yeah, he got, a, like he got an old man ass face. He got a Greg Golden face though. Oh yeah, he still yeah, yeah, yeah. he could hook up a carburetor, smoke cools. <laughs> Shout out to my OG RIP transmission man, man. Yeah, like, man East side of Naptown, man. Yeah, yeah, he was he was kind of a legend, but you know I ain't gonna put the butt out there. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put him out there. I ain't gonna put him out there. He ain't my legend. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> 
Oh hey, man. So my so my J man, you know, you know Bowtie Fresh, but I'm I'm gonna ask you this question, man. Are you ready for the Olympics? Yeah, you know I'm an Olympics. Winter and winter and summer Olympics. I didn't think it started in July. Yeah, July twenty third. I didn't get to see a lot of it yesterday because I I was uh, I wasn't home, man. But yeah, man. So tell give people a quick synopsis, man, of of the the, the of the U.S. trials, man. Oh man, it's it's, it's 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 been it's been some highlights, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. You know, we we see the we saw the end. Allison Felix is going to be in the Olympics, but we saw a change in the guard with her in the 200. That's been her race, you know, especially in the trials for for ever. You know what? Since 2016, uh, and and she was she was dethroned and overtaken by Gabby Thomas. Man, Gabby Thomas set a trials record. I mean, she's number one. She's fine as hell. Let's just put that out there. Gabby What's Thomas, her name? Shout out. Gabby Thomas, she's a Harvard grad. Uh, okay, I heard about, it, but I didn't. I I seen her running, but I couldn't couldn't tell like who she was. They just talked about her. Yeah, Harvard grad. You know, she she she's got a lot going for her. Sister dynamic, black excellence. You know, in in every in every you know walk of life, you got Simone Biles, who, to in my opinion, she's top two athletes. Period. Right now. I don't care what sport it is. I mean, and I can argue for her to be a number one man. I watched this young woman perform the, the other night to, to tonight's uh, night two for um, the gymnast for the women's gymnastics. But man, watching her perform, bro, it's like watching Jordan. It's like watching Peyton Manning. It's like watching Tom Brady. Like, how are you so damn good? You know what I mean? Obviously, there's guy given talent, but man, she has poise. She does, she very, I don't, I've, I can't even say very rarely. I've not seen her be rattled at all. Even when she's had like some little mess ups, it's like, yeah, I may have messed up this little bit, but watch this damn dynamic thing that I'm about to do. Man, for her to be so small and she had, she's flipping like 10, 11 feet in the damn air. And it's like perfection. Like when she lands, like there's no bounce, there's no hop, there's no, it's like, bam, stuck to landing, like a goddamn fence post in the ground. She's amazing, man. Absolutely amazing man and you know just again another black woman you know raven saunders who done her thing in the shot put man she absolutely man i couldn't i probably could throw the shot put a quarter when she threw the damn shot put man absolute beast man so i, I will say that that big shout out to black women out here every day every single day doing things but when you see black women at this level the highest level dominating at everything that they do it's black woman magic man it's oh, it's crazy those have been the highlights for me man but we obviously had i can't think of his name uh, we had the brother that uh set the record in the 200 last night we had a couple guys uh perform well the 200 and the 200 hurdles um it's it's been exciting, man. I love the Olympics. I love the Olympic times. You know, like I said, I love spring or summer Olympics and winter Olympics. But man, it's it's been crazy. I've been excited and I'm getting hyped. You know, just watching these trials and seeing the people that we are going to go have represent us at the Olympics. It's it's great stuff, man. I love it. Yeah, I, I love the the summer Olympics. I love the winter Olympics. Not so much. I I just I don't get it. This is not not my bag. Yeah, but, uh, yeah I I definitely it. the summer Olympics. I definitely will be will be watching it, man, to see all those things. I always I love the track and field, of course, basketball, both men's and women, you know. But anything, you know, you start that patriotism comes in. It's just like, you know, you sit back and once you start really looking, it's like, oh man, we kind of it's been a few times in life that you comes like you're thinking it's like as as a country, not like individual. Mm -hmm. that's, mm -hmm. that's super dope. 
Yeah, I think I, I am excited to see um, the women's basketball team just oh, because. Kill them. What'd you say? Yo, they're going to kill those other women. Oh yeah. Oh, it's going it's going to be interesting. I the, the interesting thing that I think is that there are so many good international players, but it's like a really great like like uh Liz Cambage. Yeah. She's a great Australian player. She plays in the WNBA obviously, but she's yeah. going to represent her country. But the other countries have like they're like one and done. I had like one great player, yeah. one like super good player with the women's with the US women's it's team. Waves like, at you. God, like bro. Like they go they can go they going 12 deep. 20, they could go 20 deep if they wanted yeah. to and still dominate. Man, but but that women's team is going to be phenomenal. I'm in, I can't wait to see them play. I'm hoping the guards over because it's so oh, yeah, athletic bro. at the at the guard spots. Oh, hey, yeah. hey man. I, all, all I'm gonna say is Brittany Griner is anchoring the women in the middle. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, man. So it's Cambridge is about the only person that might be able she's to gonna with. get hers, but they still get that ass whooped. Oh yeah, they're they gonna get lose by 40 or 50, they might lose by 25. Yeah, yeah. I, I guarantee you they won't have a game under 20. Guarantee. Oh, I agree. Oh, I agree. Skill set is skill set is 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 way too dis is too much of a disparity. Absolutely agree. Yeah, man. I just wanted to I'm 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 waiting to see Brittany Griner throw it down on the daggone Olympic stage. That's all I want to see. Yeah, man. I want to see her catch. I want to see her catch abroad. <laughs> ain't nobody jumping on her. And probably not the way she. Went. Uh, <laughs> ain't nobody jumping on her, bro. Hey, oh no, it's, it's it's a done deal. Yeah, it's a wrap. Hey, man. So speaking of women, and this is a you know a transition. You sent something to our group chat the other day of like how a young lady was on social media, and I always think when people get on social media, you like you're not really trying to have a serious conversation. You're you're trying to perform. Or you, are you trying to be seen about about women not being amicable to being approached by men and maybe missing out on yeah, yeah. men because they don't want to be because they don't want to be talked to or bothered or whatever. So, if you were single in 2021, and I say yeah, man, we both were single in 2021, I'm, how do you? And I'm gonna ask. You, I, I can go first. You want? How would I approach a woman? All right. If she doesn't, because you see a lot of women now, they don't want to be bothered because, you know, they've been catcalled, harassed. We just seen a story about a month ago where a man approached a woman. She wasn't interested. He shot at her. So for me, man, it would be a couple different ways, bro. Number one, hopefully like a mutual acquaintance. That's how I met my fiance. I knew somebody. We we kind of kicked it off from there. A dating app. I, uh, maybe shooting my shot on social media. Or something else, man, because now it's just like you meet so many women, and I, this is not all women. I'm just saying you could just even like be nice to say, hey, how you doing? And I get like the nasty looks. Like, baby, I ain't trying to holler at you. I'm just speaking out. We made eye contact, and this is before COVID. How are you doing? Keep it moving. I've held the door open for women. Can't get a thank you. So I don't know how single guys are really supposed to approach women in 2021. Because you, if you're too aggressive, then they, you know, you get this weird sense that you're trying to like harass them or something. What do you think, bro? I don't know, man. I I think my opinion is that there is, and shout out to a good a good friend of mine, uh, Chris Cross Applesauce. That's her. That's her Twitter. You know, um, good friend of mine. We talk. You know, we chop it up about a lot of stuff. But um, something that I that 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 came up in discussion, and, and my opinion is that I feel like there's a lot of hurt on both sides, you know, men and women. I feel like there's a lot of hurt there. And so much to the point where 
everyone is guarded for whatever reason. You know, everyone is so guarded in, in many ways that the the approaching quote unquote is it seems to be just seems in my opinion it seems to be awkward for everyone because women obviously I'm sure they deal with a lot of jerks a lot of assholes a lot of whatever you want to call it. like you said the brother shot at a woman for not giving him his phone not giving her his phone number so I mean I, I understand that they deal with you know many things from their perspective and it's difficult to you know look at like okay like how open should I be how safe am I? You know, that sort of stuff. I also understand from the from the male side of point of things, a lot of things that you just said, like, damn, I'm just being a human being and cordial and saying good morning or how are you doing? And you're giving me the stank eye or or saying, you know, I'm not interested or whatever. Well, no one even said anything to you about being interested. I just said good morning. So, I mean, I think that my opinion is there's a lot of hurt and I think that there's not a lot of conversation that that talks about that, you know, as far as, okay, what is what is appropriate, what is safe, what is, you know, all of those things. But I also think the conversation needs to go on about all the crap that goes on from both parties, male and female. I mean, I've seen a brother, I've heard and, and seen women be like, oh, no, you don't make enough money. Oh, this conversation costs how much money you got. What? Be, just be just because just because someone said you know hey how's your day going oh the conversation costs like what are we talking about money for you know what I mean like it or is that where the is that where the frame of mind is so my opinion is that I think that there is just a lot of discourse a lot that is that is unsaid and unspoken and assumed and we don't really like understand or or try to look at it or be empathetic from the other party's perspective that's just my opinion. I, I think that that's where the where the disconnect is. I mean, there's there's tons of ways where, I mean, you can you can meet someone on an app, you know, that you never even thought about, you know, meeting or anything like that, and you just start having a conversation about whatever, and it gets it's natural, it's cool, it's it's fun, it's free, and then you know maybe you end up you know talking to each other exclusively or dating or whatever the case may be. I don't know. I mean, I, I it could be in the damn produce aisle at Kroger, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't know what the, the, the thing would be to say, oh, this is where you meet somebody. This is where you meet a good person or a bad person or whatever the case may be. You know, I don't, I don't know. Well, but it just, and I missed, I mean, I like, I, I joke with young, young brothers now. So it's like, cause it's so easy now to me, to meet women. Cause you know, not, not, I feel like the back of my day type cat, but you know, I remember being in the club, you know what I'm saying? With the homie pure and everything else. And we like hollering the chicks, man, hollering the women. And it was like, uh, 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 when you when you got the number or whatever, you got some action. It was like a, it's like a drug, man. It's just like, it's like a high that you get on, even mm-hmm. when you strike out. But when you get the when you sit back, you can strike out six or seven times, and you hit that high of getting you know, getting a woman that's interested, man. You, you can't beat that feeling of adrenaline, man. And you know, I, I don't, I, I don't, I, I feel for these cats because you don't get that, man. To me, you don't really. I don't think it's the same thing as like getting on like the dating app or anything like that. But conversely, mm-hmm. I understand women don't want to be bothered because they deal with someone's bullshit. So I don't know, man. Yeah. I feel for the single brothers in 2021 and sisters too. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt, man. I, 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 to your point, I definitely think that is that is different. It's a different time, and and I, you, I mean, this is this this will be both our fresh getting this healthcare bag, but like you, you look at it as far as a social thing. How many people have like so crazy social anxiety? 
how many people have like this ridiculous, like awkwardness that I'm an extreme introvert, you know, they may or may not know it. And then, you know, these things are happening, but again, male and female. So like, it's just something that, again, I think that our society is changing. I think that people may or may not be recognizing certain things here in this, in this current, you know, frame of society, but it's different. But let me ask you this, Maja, are you, are you a brother that is open? Are you a brother that is a cat where, you know, you're cool if a, if a woman approaches you, you know, not saying currently, not saying now, but if that, if, in that uh, dynamic, I in can, the frame of the Oh, uh, let's see. I guess, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, is she like, I mean, pushing up on me, like, you know, like uh, being like trying to be the man or like the pursuer or like, oh, I'm interested. You know, what's up? How you doing? Cause, uh, I mean, any of the above. I mean, because I've seen, be, I saw, I saw a lot of comments in this. Like over extra, like trying to be the man. Like, oh, back up. I mean, this may sound sexist, but you know, let's let's make sure I'm the pursuer. Uh, but it's nice to be wanted. So also, so I guess, I guess that is the question then, because do our men, you know, do do men are they okay with being pursued? Is that something that I is, I mean, if she, if again, she, only you can speak on for how, you. But. It depends on how, and I'm speaking for me, how she pursuing. Mm-hmm. Is it like, is it to the point of like, I feel like you have like ulterior motives or I feel like you're desperate and you're like, oh, I want to be in a relationship. So then I like, go, oh, now if you want to like sit back, like, hey, let's go kick, let's, like, you want to go shoot some pool, go to the bar, have a drink, whatever, and, I, I'll, and I'll take up the tab or whatever. Cool. Or you want to just hang out? I don't mind her saying, hey, let's, let's kick it or whatever. But I don't want to feel like, damn, it's just like, I don't want to feel like overly pursued, like, well, damn, let me pursue you, mm-hmm. you know, because to me, it's the thrill and the chase, you know, I think that's why it gets into a lot of people, why, I know when I worked at a previous job, like, I was asking the guy, he was talking about why he cheats, he said, it ain't, it ain't about the sex, man, he said, it's about the chase, mm-hmm. I'm doing it, man, he said, I missed that, because I don't, you know, I ain't chasing at home, because I'm married, mm-hmm. chase, so, I don't know, man, you know, for me, I've had women ask me out in the past and, you know, invite me over and do whatever. But I've also been able to be the chase and, you know, and, and go for the hunt. So, you know. Yeah. I was going to say, I, so there was a, in the, in the comment section or whatever, there, there were a lot of, a lot of guys, a lot of cats in there, males in there, saying that they wouldn't mind having that, I guess, as you put it, like that, that aggressive pursuer, that aggressive, um, you know, Hey, I got this. You know, I'm taking you out. I got the bill. I'm I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like I, I there were a lot of cats in there talking about it. So I think that again, just hearing from your perspective, but then seeing a lot of the stuff that was in the comment section, it's interesting because again, it's like, okay, has the dynamic in our society changed? Are people more open to things? Are things different? Like, how does it work? And so I think it goes back to my my previous point of I think that there's so much of that awkwardness that a lot of people don't openly accept, like, am I comfortable with this or not? Or, you know, is this other person comfortable with this? Is it, you know, you see, we've seen a lot of stuff in the past, you and I both, and we've seen a lot of stuff, you know, in social media currently, again, you know, dudes at gas stations or dudes in, you know, wherever else and being like super crazy aggressive. Like, I get it. But do people think about the other person? Yes, you're thinking about I want that number or I want that ass or whatever the case may be, I want the dick, whatever. But are you thinking about like the things that lead up to that or are you just solely focused on 
the number or the chase or the ass or whatever. Well, I mean, for me, when I was like singles, it's more like it is kind of like the vibe. Like, I don't mind an aggressive woman in the sense of like she knows what she wants and those type of things. And aggressive meaning, you know, certain things, you know, yeah. I don't want to feel like I have to like chase to get it. My ego right. is pretty big. It's just like, oh, you want to give it to me willingly, right? Damn. Mm-hmm. But I also want to, you know, I want to, I want to, I guess it depends on the woman, really. I can't say either or because I've had really aggressive women, which I really wasn't feeling because I feel like they were trying to take the power out of and I like to like to have the control of, of how things go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't want anybody to like, I feel like I have to do every everything. Like, I don't want to be to the point if I was single, so like every time we go somewhere, I got to plan it or you want to do this. I want, I would like her to be, you know, like, hey, let's do this. Right. right. I feel like it's equal. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I think that my opinion, I, I feel the same. I feel like there has to be a, I don't know, when I say play, I don't mean like play games, but like there has to be a play off of each other, you know, to your point, you, you got to you gotta be able to pick up on cues, both verbal and nonverbal, to kind of see how things will go. You know what I mean? Because obviously, to your, to your point earlier, if you're like, hey, good morning, and the person is stank eyeing you or whatever the case may be that's a nonverbal cue like oh, yep all right even if even if i was going to try to approach you you're not the person even though i'm not i was just being a cordial decent yeah. human being if i was going to try to then yeah that's a that's a that's a cue for me just to go ahead and back off so this is it was interesting man like i i i, I was interested in what the young lady said but the the comments is what kind of sparked like just a, a lot of different thought. Like, man, like things are things are different, you know, in in society right now as opposed to what it was. Hell, even maybe five or ten years ago, you know. I think that is people people change, people adapt, but there's a there's a lot of mess that goes on. People were talking about the things that they've endured, both male and female, and it's like, damn, like this type of ignorance is out here. Like people. People are trying to cut you because you didn't give them a phone number. People are shooting at you because you didn't give them a phone number. You, you know, like so, some some dude said a chick followed him to his to his apartment and like got out of the car. When he got out of his car, was like, you know, I'm still trying to holler at you. And, you know, this, that and the third. And he's like, what the hell? Like, am I being set up to your point? Like you said earlier, what's your motive? So I mean, it was just interesting seeing all the stuff that people were sharing, man. It's like, it's like, damn, folks, it's crazy these days a little bit. Yeah, man, game, the game, the game is rough, man. The but, game didn't change. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So let me ask you this, man. Going to entertainment as we wrap on up, man. HBO posted something very interesting. They said if you could have lunch with any three characters from an HBO series, who would you have lunch with and why? I know you're a big TV guy, probably more than me, man. So who would your three be from HBO series only? Oh man. Oh crap. Uh probably Tyrion. From Game of Thrones, yeah, um, he would definitely be one. Um, oh man, <laughs> I probably want to. I probably want to have. You said just have lunch with. I probably want to have lunch with Thug Yoda from yeah. Insecure because I think that it would be a fun time. <laughs> I think it would be interesting if, if just like just a funny conversation. Oh man, HBO series. I'm trying to think of all the HBO series that there are. Um, can I do an old old HBO series? Yeah, they said any HBO series. Any any HBO series? Nigga, I'd probably have lunch with Adebisi. 
my eyes. Oh, <laughs> that nigga was that nigga was ill, but he he probably he, he would give you some gems here and there. So I probably have a bunch of Adabisi for my eyes. Those would be my three. For me, it would be Jamie Lannister. Oh damn, not Jamie. <laughs> oh nigga, this is this is a wild ass uh, lunch lunch conversation. My boy Avon Barksdale from The Wire. Okay. And Chad from Insecure. See, I see Chad was on mine too, but I was like, man, I think I would probably have a mad funny time talking to Thug Yoda. But yeah. Chad would be a good one too. Yo. Chad's one of my favorite characters from Insecure, man. Yeah. So yeah, dog, that would be that would be my three. I feel like we will laugh. I feel like Avon and and, uh, and Jamie are both sociopaths. <laughs> that would just be just enough, you know, to drop enough funny things and wit to keep the conversation light and going. But you know, just in case something goes off, I can see them both going off the rails. One with a gun, uh, you yeah. know, quote Avon. I'm just a gangster, I suppose. And then the Jamie and Jamie was a monster. <laughs> Anytime hey. you hit your sister with back shots, dog, and push a kid out of a window, <laughs> yo. I, I was just about to say that, nigga. This nigga pushed a kid out of the window, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, and then and then and then tell your sister up in front of her son that's a wild boy <laughs> but yeah man so that's those were the three i would pick man and of course you're gonna get them last from chad i feel like chad could just be like the the mc just keeping the conversation going and asking ill questions oh yeah man hell yeah yeah so that would be my three man all right man another thing bro congratulations to macadine both of you you and i we used to bump the hell out of shell shot you know, when they man. came out when we was in high school, man. So Mac came home at 21 years, bro. Love that album, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. hey, that was a shit. Nigga said, my name is Macadon, and I get all up in them slow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, yeah. Mac, Mac was before his time, and I hated yeah. to see his career cut short, man. Yeah, dude was, man. He dude was a beast on the fucking mic, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, that yeah, was one of my favorite No Limit albums. Murder, murder. We still kill, never, kill. We, we still never got it's the same, real. We still never got the same dogs album. Yeah, man. I, I'm mad about that, man. That Shell Shock album has some, some straight bangers, yeah. too, man. You about to have me listening to that, man. That's but definitely shout out to Big Mac, man. Back Mac home. Yeah. Now we got now we gotta try to get C Murder out, man. Free C Murder. Yeah, man. All right, man. So this is what we the people was asking for. The verses yesterday, Bow Wow versus Big Draco. I seen a little bit of it, man. I think you seen more than me, man. I did see yeah. Bow Wow hit that damn dance, man. You know, we talked about it. Look like Bow Wow and inhaled about three 20-pound uh sack of <laughs> potatoes, man. That nigga look pudgy as hell in the face. Yeah, man. He 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 probably he probably handled an old couple Cornish hands by itself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. The, the, I, I tuned into the verses just just for the, the entertainment part, not necessarily for the music. I just knew it was gonna be a bunch of wild illness, probably some funny stuff that I know y'all wanted to hear about on this podcast. So I know I needed to to tap in here and there. Uh, now, of course, I didn't tap into the whole thing. The basketball game was on, Olympic trials was on, and that sort of stuff. But for Bowtie Fresh, those things were more important. But I did, I did hip in here, here and there. I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious. That Bow Wow kept kept or not Bow Wow, but uh, Big Draco kept referring to him as Bow Wow in the Drake voice. <laughs> he just kept all he kept saying that and kept calling him Little Pee Wee. You could tell they was I mean they were joking back and forth, but you could tell some of the shots that was being taken, they was they were starting to get a little antsy, you know. And then they would kind of, somebody would say something, kind of try to laugh it off and bring it back together. Like Big Draco did play the same damn song three times in a row. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. 
He played that. What, what did he play? Because I'm looking at the playlist now from last night. Uh, that, that, that song is popular on TikTok. Uh, oh, I can't think of it. Yeah, make it clap. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he played He played that three times in a row. The last one that he played was, a, as he called it, an exclusive. So it was a Nicki Minaj uh, feature on it that I guess they had just recorded. So he played that for the third time. And people, and he, <laughs> Bow Wow was like, this nigga says he's the first at everything. You are definitely the first person to play us the same song three times in a versus. So they was going back and forth about that. I thought that was funny, but uh, I ch- I tapped in, like I said, here and there. I saw that Bow uh, Wow, of course, we all knew he was going to bring the brat and JD out. Like that, that's, that wasn't surprising. It was just cool to see the brat. I can care less about JD, but uh, Omarion got brought out. French Montana got brought out. All right, of all time, bro. What'd you say? JD's one of the greatest songwriters of all time, bro. Oh, I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying from from the perspective of just seeing him, like you know, it wasn't exciting, you know, or anything like that. I was like, ah, oh, shit, the brat. I was. I'm a brat fan, so you know, it was. I wasn't like, oh, damn, JD. It was like, ah, oh, it was expected. I wish he would have brought out the the what, what, the little lean with the rock with the dudes. Them cats are hilarious. Oh, that would have been funny to see. But franchise boys. Yeah, there you go. Tall, tall T or white T. I'm sorry, white T and, and my white T guys. But yeah, man, it was it was cool. It was funny. Like I said, for me, it was funny just to see their interactions and the back and forth and all that type of stuff, as opposed to me really getting into the music. And that's not that's not a diss. I think they both have some bangers. I know. Uh, Bow Wow, like his first few songs, it was like all features. I'm like, are you gonna play something that was actually like you? But you came with the Destiny Child, the Run It remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came with a lot. Well, I mean, but it was cool. Like I said, I mean, both. I think both of them have some really some good music. They've had some bangers, and uh, but for me, it was more just chiming in so I can you know know what was going on and catch some laughs here and there. But. It was cool, man. I think it was cool. I don't know how many people viewed it or anything like that, but it, it was it was fun for what it was worth. Yeah, yeah, man. So I'm I'm definitely gonna have to rewatch it, man, so I can see it, so I can see it in in, in totality because the playlist that is listed, man, don't look like Big Drake. I got as many songs off. Yeah, like I said, he he played the same song a couple times, and then like he kept he kept having people he kept having to do play like excerpts and just doing random stuff. Like he played the, I think the the one song that he had, I shouldn't say the one, but one of the songs that he played like all the way through was that Yah song, Yah trick song or whatever, however the fuck it goes. And I was like, of all things, you play this all the way through? Like, it would have been better for you to play Gucci Bandana all the way through. But, meh, whatever. But yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, I thought of, I thought of it a little bit, you know, to have a little bit, a little bit more, man. All right, man. So let me last our last things we finish up, boss. So I said, brother, I want to get his brother his props. I think it's a hell of a question. Enter the dome on Twitter. He posted, What is your favorite intro songs on albums? So I mean the first song. And I thought about this, man. And I can tell you the first thing that came to my head. That 44 killers off 3661. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was that's like one of my favorites. Yeah. Man. So the very first song off of an album? Yeah, like, you know, I like these kind of sets the tone, like what's like some of your favorites? Man, I can't even, I can't even think of that off the top of my head for a favorite. I tell you, uh, I mean, I don't, it was, it definitely was not the first song or nothing set the tone, but you talking about a, a damn intro, just an intro. It wasn't even, a, uh, uh, which one call it was off of that damn uh, Project Pat, Gaty Green. <laughs> she was like, oh, a record deal, 7,000. <laughs> 
that was one of my favorite damn intros. Like I said, I know it was an intro to a song, but it wasn't the first one. Yeah, Let's see. You know what? I take I, I take that back. Uh, the the song off of the very first song off of Killer Season, Cam's Killer Season, um, and it had Forty Cal on there. Damn, I can't think of the name of the actual damn song. Uh, that's one of my favorites because uh, your 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 boy Forty Cal came out. Hold on, I'm I'm gonna get that for y'all here right now. You know what I'm talking about, bro? I do not. I'm not the biggest Cam fan. Man. <sighs> oh, it was actually just called Killer, the yeah. intro. Yeah. It's a it's a five minute song, but it had it had 40 cal on there. Um the, the song, the song beats that that was one of my favorite, like I said, intro. So I'm gonna go with that. And also my probably my favorite, one of my favorites to start out with Dreams and Nightmares, my meek meal. I mean, I love music, but that mug. That mug sets the damn tone. That's like one of one of my favorites, man. I can always I can always go to that and get hype. I dig that, man. Favorites. You about to have me listening to Mac and Killer Season the rest of the damn day. <laughs> well, man, let's go ahead and wrap this up, man. Bowtie, go ahead and give us a little word of knowledge, man, so we can get off of here. Hey, man, I'm gonna give y'all the word the word of the uh, for the for the week from Bowtie Fresh, and it, it actually comes from uh, a close friend. Y'all y'all can follow her uh, on on IG. It's at Jessica Mariah. I stole this from her. I told her I was jacking it. <laughs> I told her I was stealing it. Um, but it goes like this: Support your friends. Speak highly of them. Motivate them. Pray for them. Um, and that that when she when I saw her when I saw that post, like it really spoke to me, man. Because again. Oftentimes in society, we are so focused um, kind of like on ourselves, which is great. Um, but a lot of times it, things become a competition. Things become like, oh, what is this person doing? What is that person doing? Whether they're friends or not. Um, and very seldom, like, I feel blessed enough to have a group of friends where we do all of these things. And I want to empower other people to do the same things. I, I want everybody to be able to support motivate, pray for, speak highly of your, of your friends. Even, you know, when you're not around, especially make sure that their, their, um, um, glory is noted and all of their achievements are noted and all of those type of things, they need to be recognized. They need to understand that, that you support them, you sharing in their glory, just like you want them to share in yours. And that's the bow tie word of the week. Hey man, that's some good stuff, man. So we appreciate y'all rocking with the Grown Man Ish podcast. We will be back next week, and uh, you know we'll catch y'all next week. Uh, all our info, social media stuff, will be in the episode description. We'll holler at y'all. Peace.